Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining. Today is Saturday, January 14th, 2023. I'm Antoinette Wolf, and you're listening to What We've Been Waiting For, unedited. You guys, click on the check mark, the follow or subscribe link. It's at the top of the podcast because this is where we get together every other week and we discuss real topics here. They're not watered down. They're not solicited for a political steering agenda. This is where I share my view and it's unedited. So you are going to get some of the live bloopers as I share the view of an entrepreneur, a college educated professional who worked in corporate America, a mother, a person of color, a taxpayer, a spiritual being who happens to love and respect social science. So in other words, I am what we've been waiting for unedited thank you god for blessing this space hey everybody it's 2023 y'all ronda di our co-host is not on this episode y'all i am flying solo today as we celebrate the very first episode of 2023 baby it's season three And it's our one-year anniversary. It's our anniversary. Okay. So when I did that, that was supposed to sound like Tony, Tony, Tony has done it again. But it was Antoinette's version. All right. Yes. It's our one-year anniversary of what we've been waiting for. Unending it. Yeah, baby. How exciting, you guys. How exciting and all good stuff on a three-day weekend where we honor Dr. King's birthday. We honor Dr. King's birthday. You know his birthday is tomorrow, y'all. January 15th. That man was born in 1929, January 15th. For a king, celebrate. Sing, sing, celebrate. See, I'm singing for Dr. King's birthday, y'all. And when y'all think of Dr. King, y'all think of the woman that stood beside him and had his back, held him down, birthed him some beautiful, strong children that's still passing on his legacy of love and kindness and unity. U-N-I-T-Y, like Queen Latifah was singing. Think of Coretta Scott King tomorrow also as y'all honor Dr. King, please, y'all. So there's a couple of things I want to talk to y'all about. We got some exciting things coming on the show this year. Yes, we do for 2023, boo. We do. A whole lot of exciting guests. Well, I'm saying a whole lot of, but Rhonda and I got some exciting announcements that we're bringing to the table this year. Absolutely. And we have some exciting guests that we'll be interviewing. So y'all make sure y'all click on that check mark, follow or subscribe link that's at the top of the podcast. Make sure you tune them, baby. Yes, y'all. The very first thing I want to talk to you guys about, oh my gosh, you know how we have what we've been waiting for the number four at gmail.com and I always say if y'all have anything y'all want to discuss or bring up on the podcast want me to bring up on the podcast email us 
Well, honey, a tip came in. And I'll be honest, curiosity, I did check it out. You know, I did. Um, because I had, it, it's like I kind of had heard something, you know. But um, anyway, the article was actually published by hiphopforchange.org. Um, and it was updated February 9th, 2021. And it goes, right now, three companies, Warner Records, Universal Music Group, and Sony Music Group control around 90% dictation of hip hop. At the same time, two companies, CoreCivic, formerly known as CCA, Corrections Corporation of America and GEO Group own almost all the private prisons in the U.S. What connects these two industries together? Vanguard and BlackRock, which are the largest shareholders in both media and prisons. So last year, this is, uh, um, by the way, this is a little excerpt that was uh, taken from another article from Davy D's Hip Hop Corner. Last year's Corrections Corporation of America, CCA, the biggest name in the private prison industry, contacted 48 states offering to buy their prisons. One stipulation of eligibility for the deal was particularly bizarre, an assurance by the agency partner that the agency has sufficient inmate population to maintain a minimum 90% occupancy rate over the term of the contract. What kind of legitimate and ethical measures could possibly be taken to ensure the maintenance of 90% prison occupancy rate? Two months later, an anonymous email was sent out to various members of the prison of the music and publishing industries, giving an account of a meeting where it was determined that hip hop music would be manipulated to drive up privatized prison profits. As author, despite claiming to be a former industry insider, did not provide the names of anyone involved in the plot, nor did he specify by which company he himself was employed. As such, the letter was largely regarded as fraud for lack of facts. So y'all, for more information on that article, y'all can go ahead to uh, Davey D's Hip Hop Corner you know, and check that out. But that's some interesting stuff, you know, if that's true. So I don't know if that's just like, you know, conspiracy or what, but listen, like I said, I, I, I'm encouraging y'all. If there's anything that y'all want me to discuss on the podcast, go ahead and send it to what we've been waiting for the number four at gmail.com. And I'm going to check it out. And if it's something, you know, that is not, um, that's interesting to, you know, both myself and my partner, Rotten the the Amato, and what, you know, on the show, my partner on the show, then, hey, we're going to go for it. We're going to put it out there. You feel me? Hey, y'all, I want to also, um, for a, a quick hot second, send some love and light to the family of Lisa Marie Presley. I found out yesterday that she passed away at the age of 54. And they said that for the last few years of her life, she had suffocated pain. 
you know um and i don't know if they meant literally or figuratively because her son had passed away back in 2020 he was 27 years old and he had committed suicide so just love and light to that entire family and also to the fans and the people that have supported that family throughout the years because there are people who love the Presleys you know um for more reasons than one I mean for so many I mean they've you know their daddy definitely put the work in you know what I'm saying no matter how he got it he put some work in right and they worked hard to continue to shine his light that was that was there you know um what else you guys oh my goodness y'all harry came out with a book prince harry came out with a book called spare and i had said that i would the only way i was going to get the book was if it was on audio and he narrated it and he did Mm-mm-mm. honey the book is juicy it's called spare now here's the thing i'm saying it's juicy because there were some things that were meant for it to be juicy that could possibly have been left out like um there's some y'all have to go listen to the book yourself but there was a part in the book where uh and i'm gonna try to paraphrase what he said or quote him in a way you know where he had said more or less that camilla who is the woman that his dad married um after his mother passed away had sacrificed him harry on her pr altar those are some really um you know for fame and things like that um those are some really strong things for a person in his position worldwide i mean this is a man that's not just known in a small town you know this is a man that's known worldwide you know to to say you know about camilla and you know what A lot of people are saying that he was honoring his mom. And I got to tell you, I believe that he is honoring his mom. And a part of me that believes that is the mother is my mother that's in me. The her, my mother's DNA that's in me because she loved Princess Diana, honey. When that woman passed away, my mother was upset for days for days okay and what's interesting is my dad had passed away around that same time so you know it's kind of deep yo when you think of what was happening during that time and this man is breaking generational curses in so many ways in so many ways in so so many ways from my perspective the perspective of a mother a person of color a taxpayer a spiritual being an educated professional an entrepreneur who's worked in corporate america (laughs) who loves social science 
And a child of God, baby. A child of God. Real recognizes real boo. All day, every day. All day, every day. But listen, um, also, you guys, also, I want to talk to you guys about some of the exciting things that we have accomplished this first year on what we've been waiting for. Some of my favorite moments, okay? On our first show, our very first episode, when I introduced myself as well as Rhonda Diamato that day, I mentioned Jada Pickett and how she had said that everyone claims to be a, a, I'm paraphrasing, so I can't remember if I had said that everyone, what you know, uh, claims to be a lion or a warrior until it's time to do lion or warrior things. And then I think she had said, we'll see, right? And then shortly after that, her and Will were at the Oscars at an award ceremony and some people feel like what Will Smith did at that time was some warrior shit when he slapped Chris Rock I don't know cause I'm not um in it and I don't know those people I don't know if it was real or not but that's what some people believe I mean, so that's one thing. So anyway, also, we here at What We've Been Waiting For had kind of, we had announced that Kentanji was going to be the Supreme Court Justice, the first black woman. Because remember, we had went through the top contenders that they had been talking about. We had known that, I think it was like at least a month, at least a month before they announced Kentanji. Because it had already been announced though in different media outlets. So that was exciting that we celebrated the first black woman justice in the US Supreme Court, right? Then, um, what else, you guys? Oh, when Brittany Griner first got arrested and we followed her story and we were able to, even after the media said that she was going to be sentenced to nine years and we were just following the stories, but it kind of implied that it was very possible that there was going to be a trade and she was going to be released. They kind of were transparent in some ways about it, but then the story changed because the takeaway game was being shown, you know? But she came. Then we're celebrating today our one year anniversary. And we're celebrating you and I, T.Y., and we're celebrating love. Oh, yeah. And 
and we're celebrating our three-day weekend where we celebrate Dr. King's birthday. Right? But what I want to also talk to you guys about while we're celebrating all of those things is the fact that in Los Angeles, there was another police killing. And the gentleman happened to be a 31-year-old black man who was a 10th grade English teacher. Yes. And he was tased to death. And I think this is the one where he actually asked for assistance from them because he supported the police in a sense, even though, I mean, well, I don't, I like, look, I'm adding on stuff. So let me, I don't know if that man supported the police or not, but what I do know is his name was Keenan Anderson, according to CNN. And he was the cousin of Black Lives Matter co-founder was he died from cardiac arrest after being tased by the Los Angeles police. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. And I got to tell you, they said that that killing now we just got into 2023 y'all. Okay. But they said that that killing was the third officer involved death in the city this year. Today is January 14th, 2023. You see what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying y'all tomorrow, honor Dr. King's birthday. That man stood for kindness, peace, love, all of that. Honor that man because we gotta we gotta really right magnify this light. I don't give a fuck what anybody else is saying. I don't care, man. This should be so obvious. This should be so fucking obvious right now. You know, I used to live in Los Angeles and I have been pulled over by the police multiple times. And the one thing about it, I am just so grateful to God, to God, that I am here right now telling y'all motherfuckers to make sure that you pick up this peace and love and magnify this throughout this world because it is needed. It is needed. The world deserves it. Y'all hear the wolves barking. That's confirmation, but they just um, think, you know, they feel in my passion right now because I'm serious, man. I'm serious. Dr. King died so that this shit would not keep happening. Okay? But it is. Because we aren't continuing the walk, the march. Get the fuck up. If you about that love, if you about God like you say you are, be that love. Be that light. Shine that light that God has put inside of you. Outwardly. If you got it in you, be it. Don't talk about that and not be that. Peace and love to 
y'all for joining me today. I'm going to close this out with just a little bit of Dr. King's speech. I have a dream, just a little bit, because this is a long speech, man. But I'm going to close it out with just a little bit. This is our hope. This is the faith that I will go back to the South with. With this faith, we will be able to hew out the mountains of despair, of stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to walk together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day when all of God's children will be able to sing with the new meaning, my country tis a thee, sweet land of liberty of thee I sing, land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrims pride from every mountainside let freedom bring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom ring from the predocious hilltops of Hill of New Hampshire. Let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But only that let freedom ring from the Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hilltop, molehill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring. And when this happens, and when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up the day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics will be able to join hands and sing of the words of the old Negro spiritual free at last free at last thank God almighty we are free at last Woo! y'all I hope y'all breathe some of that in and I hope that y'all go ahead and <laughs> exhale it and share that put that pop put that on somebody you know what i'm saying and look and it ain't just the people that's just being nice to you not just to the people that's being nice to you the people that need it the most are the people that's hurting man and it ain't look we look we about it or we not and i'm about it so this year i'm being it I'm being it. It ain't just no talking, baby. Uh uh. You and I, T.Y. Mm. Girl. Oh, see, look. See, I'm thinking about uh, Miss Diamato because that's interesting that that sister, that rapper, was calling for unity. Queen Latifah, yo. Mm. Royalty recognizes royalty, boo real recognizes real all right love y'all spread that peace and love baby and you know it's all about the unity you and i and it's all about that peace and love